Good day, friends. So, very often we are asked a question which appears simple, and people are very quick to respond based on an experience. Very little facts, very little research, but rather an experience, either a personal experience or an experience that they saw someone else going through without realizing other factors. Remember, when you see three people going through an experience, you might believe that that's how things are, not realizing that there may be 20 other people that found a better way to do something. So what am I referring to? Someone asked in one of the groups that I'm involved in whether it is better to buy using a bond or whether to build because they're tired of renting. And I'm going to extend that question uh, a bit more. Is it better to build cash with a bond? Or is it better to buy cash? And it that question isn't as simple as it may seem. You see, many people would simply say, buy the house cash. Some others might say, if you don't have the cash, build slowly, but with cash, avoid the debt. And this goes back to, again, a, a concept I spoke about with debt earlier and the myths and beliefs that people have about debt. Um, but that that's something we will get back to another time. Very few people take it up on. And this is simply because debt is seen as something bad. Which is understood. And it's understandable. However, there are a number of factors that many people would not consider regarding this topic. For one. What if we actually did the calculations? For instance, let's say someone says, do not take the bond. But what if someone says, I'll give you a million in cash. And with this million in cash, you've got a number of options, right? You could buy a house cash for a million, or you could finance it for a million. Now, most people would say, buy cash, you've got the million, avoid the debt. Let's go one step further. What if the interest rates, for instance, on your debt of a million would be 10%, but you could invest that money, <clears throat> you could invest that money and make 15%. So, now all of a sudden things are changing, because if you buy the house cash, you're saving 10%. In debt, interest per year. But you're losing out on the opportunity of making 15% or a net 5%. In other words, each year you're losing out on, I believe, 5,000. Is it 50,000? Uh, 5,000. Right, 50,000, my mistake, 50,000. Each year you're losing under 50,000 because you avoided the debt. Now, if you can't invest and get more than 10%, sure. But 
to simply say to someone just buy cash disregards the idea that someone could invest that money make more than what they owe the bank so these are some of the examples i'm mentioning because again someone's going to walk and they're going to say sure i'm i'll, I'll go with 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 the cash and yes but again you're losing out on some opportunities let's go and step further should i buy the house or should i build it right and that's really where the original question was should i buy it with a bond or should i build it cash and a stream of answers came through as just buy cash um sorry just build it avoid bonds you'll be paying that bond for 25 years and 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 long story short people's arguments although they may not place it though people's arguments are we need to have cash flow and so if you have debt you're reducing the cash flow however here's a small catch if you build that house cash if you build that house cash and your intention is to sell that house the valuation of that house changes i'll repeat if you build that house and your intention is to sell it the valuation of that house changes remember that when when you're buying a house part of the value of the house is based on whether the bank can value that house at that price so that means an inspector and, and a few other people are going to come through and check whether your house is worth that price they're going to value your house so if they're going to value a house and you're going to sell it at the house that they valued it at sure you can the, the buyer can get a bond and your house can can be bought so basically that house becomes more liquid however if you're going to say that house is worth a million and the bank comes to you and they say this house is worth 700,000 that means anyone who wants a house can only max out on a on a bond at 700,000 so if you intend on house selling that house for 1.4 million that 1.4 million has to come through in cash now the question is how many people are going to have 1.4 million in cash so now all of a sudden we've got another dynamic so, if you decide to finance that house for a million, okay, through a bond, again, that's going to be a different process. The process, sorry, if you're going to build that house, right? If you're going to, if you're going to go through a bond, then of course, that house is already going to be valued at a particular price, that's simple. But here's the difference between a house that's been built with a bond and the house has built, built cash. If the house has been built to the bond, the bank has a say. The bank says we will check, we will send someone to go and check the quality. We will, we want someone who is licensed to believe it's the NHRPC and so on. So there's a lot of paperwork and nitty-gritty details that need to get done so that the bank can say this house is truly valued at that price. Now that becomes important because should you want to sell that house then you will essentially have all the paperwork and all the evidence which would support that that house would be worth over a million 
But if you bought it cash, or if you built it cash, we need to realize that one, when you're building it cash, in many instances, people use cheap labor. The problem with cheap labor is it doesn't pay attention to detail. Let's assume you used a construction company, similar situation. So now what happens is you've bought your house for, let's say, 800,000, 700,000, and it's beautifully done. You decide to sell it 10 years later. At this point, you're assuming that your house should be worth an easy, what, 1.4 to 2.1 million, having bought it for 700,000 over 10 years. You walk in and the person says, your house is worth 800, 900,000. What is that based on? The bank will only give out seven, eight, nine hundred thousand, maybe a million. So, ten years later, your million is worth less than it was ten years ago, and they will only now offer it for a million. Why is this? Again, it's what the bank is going to offer. So this is what I'm saying. The question as to whether to buy a house cash with a bond or to build with a bond lies in what your intention is in the future if you intend on living there for the rest of your life you build it cash because you don't need any liquidity in that house if your intention is to sell it you want to finance it and the reason you want to finance it is so that when you sell it you're selling it at the value that the bank would agree to now, it's going to increase the price at which you're going to pay in order for that stuff to happen. There are uh, get-arounds around those things, legal words, but for now, it will increase the price. It will increase the value. So, it's not a simple question as to cash or bond, build or buy. It's a question of what is your intention moving forward with this property? That will then determine your direction. It'll be very easy for someone to simply say, look, um, the bond takes 25 years. You can pay a bond off in less than 25 years. Someone else says, yeah, but it's 25 years of yes. But again, there's another part. And, and perhaps this should be in the, in the next discussion. Inflation, it is a fundamental, it is an important topic that goes unnoticed. Inflation, deflation, and interest rates. Those things are super important because once you understand that part, you'll quickly realize that sometimes what you thought was real isn't. Anyway, I'm DFG of the Investment Education Show, signing out. Until next time.